This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey everybody, welcome to Green Talk. This is Sean Daly, your host, and it's good to be back. We were away for a little break there, and it's good to be back at it. And uh, I'm very happy to be talking today on a topic that's near and dear to my heart, which is web hosting. And to talk with me about web hosting is Ross Browse. He is the CEO of Solar Virtualization Technologies Group, uh, which also includes Solar VPS, uh, very well regarded. Uh, VPS, and I'll explain, Ross and I will both explain what that means into the program here. Uh, they are a VPS provider, and uh, Solar VPS is very well regarded in terms of their, their service, and it's the, the company actually that GreenLivingIdeas.com chose as their web host after much uh, searching and a, and a few false starts. And so um, Ross is coming on today to talk with me about uh, greening your web server hosting for businesses and also for individuals. So Ross, first of all, welcome to the program. Great. Thank you for having me. Well, it's my pleasure, you know, and you and I have known each other for a while now and we've been talking about the reason that I was really excited to have you on this program is that you have a lot of excitement yourself around, you know, ideas and concepts and issues with regards to going green in with computing technologies in general, but also with uh, within your specific bailiwick, which is uh, web hosting and uh, VPS servers. Now, some of these things are very important because I think the, the typical setup that businesses often do in, business, in, uh, in web hosting is they just take, they buy on price, which is understandable, especially in this economy. But, you know, I think that what the cheapest thing isn't always sort of the greenest option. And I know that a lot of companies, whether or not they go green internally in the company, they often outsource their web hosting to a company such as yours. And the, maybe they don't have any control over that. So, that, you know, sometimes these companies say things like, oh, well, we're buying win credits or we're buying offsets. And <laughs> so we're green, you know, and, and I, I think it's important to go a little deeper than that to understand the issues. So why don't we start with uh, your background? Uh, what brought you into solar VTG and then uh, solar VPS? And then tell us about your experiences uh, in the data center that, that sort of illuminated these issues for you. Well, I began with solar uh after working in IT for quite a while, doing various jobs, uh, design, development, uh, you know, technical support, and basically I was just very centered around IT services, and it, it was just something that interested me a lot. And when I began Solar, it was, you know, with a very small amount of uh, capital to begin with, and uh, I needed to leverage a very small amount of capital to grow the business very rapidly. And what I had worked around in the past a lot was uh, dedicated server companies. And, you know, if, if you know anything about dedicated server companies, it's basically, as far as the budget dedicated goes, low-end machines, you know, sometimes a hard drive that's been used many times over. And really it's all about, from the company's perspective, getting as much money out of a piece of hardware as you possibly can and not really looking at things from the back end. Um, and it's very costly, not only in terms of, 
you know, the, the customer standpoint, when it's very costly in terms of the company standpoint, there's very little uh, automation in their business processes. Anyway, the, it was a business model that I knew wasn't going to work for me. And I began solar around the idea of virtualization. And that's really how it got started. And there was definitely, from the beginning, an effort to be green in terms of the types of services that we were offering. Um, now, I think I, it take, it take, if you don't mind me, I just want to butt in there for a second to say, for people that are listening that aren't familiar with what virtualization technologies are, um, you know, a lot of people, I think, think that when you, you, know, you rent a, a web host... Uh, or a website, you get this like you know you get a de- you get your own box, your own server somewhere, and that's a nice illusion. <laughs> it's like when you know when the, the kid's uh, dog goes off to you know live on a farm <laughs> for the rest of their uh, childhood. Um, but I think the truth lies somewhere else, which is that well, what you you mentioned that a lot of older computers are used when they do that. But that um, that actually, what's happening a lot of times is there's shared hosting where a lot of people are sharing to get together one server, which is actually kind of a, a cool green thing. But it's not really doesn't suit the needs of most businesses who need to have sort of their they need to have their own server or at least the auspices of that in terms of bandwidth. So it needs to be a fast machine that can deal with a lot of traffic for for a, you know a business that's growing um, or or a, a popular blog or, or something like that. T- tell us, give us your succinct definition, if you would of kind of what virtualization is all about? Well, obviously you brought up, you know, there's the whole idea of shared web hosting, which I think is what most people are familiar with. Um, and, and that's something that I, in my personal opinion, caters more towards the personal user. Like you said, businesses do oftentimes need their own infrastructure separate of, um, you know, separate of other people. And so that's why they go for the dedicated servers. Virtualization is sort of a step in between, but in my opinion, it's actually... Uh, a step away from dedicated servers as well. What it is, is just a dedicated server that runs um, a a software application layer on top of uh, the dedicated server, and it virtualizes that dedicated server into many smaller uh, virtual machines or instances that basically work just like a dedicated server would. So from the customer's perspective, they're getting pretty much the same thing at a fraction of the cost, but they're also getting a lot more. Uh, if you're talking about the budget-dedicated market, um, you know, from a company's perspective, it's all about price, getting the cheapest, you know, selling the cheapest possible thing, thing getting the cheapest possible thing. Uh, with virtualization, it's not like that at all. In fact, we bundle things like managed services. We give them software tools that allows them to do automated backups, um, monitoring of their actual server. Uh, have redundancy built into place that they would never get for that price point on a dedicated server platform. Right. So, you know, to a lot of people, it really exists as a, as a jumping point between shared and dedicated, but we're actually seeing a, a swing back from people that are saying, listen, we don't need a dedicated server. We're realizing how great virtualization is as the technology progresses, and we'd like to get rid of our dedicated servers and virtualize everything. Yeah. Now, it's very cool technology, and, and it's, um, I, I think it's a great way to optimize the computing resources. We have these massively fast, powerful computers these days, and it's, it's really cool to be able to you know, run multiple virtual computers on one computer in a way that improves stability and sort of optimizes the, the performance on each machine, because there's a lot of wasted computing resources that, that happen, I know, on your typical server. So I'm curious now, th- so we have some underpinnings here for, for green, you know, greener technology solutions, which also happen to be just what makes sense, I think, financially. Tell us what attracted you to the green community, and specifically green computing and, and green efforts uh, within regards to the IT industry. 
Well, obviously, I don't know if you know you've ever been inside one of these data facilities, but they're they're kind of a scary place. Um, they're full of you know noise, air conditioning, servers, fans. Uh, you can walk behind a, a rack that's full of servers, and there's all this hot air blowing out at you. You can look at this whole facility and say this thing's got to be using a ton of power, and they do. They do use an enormous amount of power. Uh, when you think about your average data facility, now one of the data facilities that we use, I, in my personal opinion, is a smaller data facility, and they have roughly about 4,000 servers in the actual facility. Um, now each one of these servers is probably using one or two hard drives. There are, many of them are using one or more processors. All of these things are, are generating or you know, taking an enormous amount of power to run. Um, the average power supply for a new dedicated server these days is in upwards of 500 watts. Oh, wow. So when you multiply that across 4,000, uh, 4, 5,000 servers, you're talking about an enormous amount of power draw. Um, what really attracted me is because going, being in the IT services industry, um, I knew that I really had a responsibility to do something about this and say, listen, there's got to be a better way um, you know, to, to, to perform services for people and to provide them with hosting without, you know, without using so much power across our infrastructure. And we developed, you know, what we're offering now in our green offerings by doing a lot of research into what, a, what some of these companies like Intel and Western Digital are doing to reduce power consumption, you know, from their specific components like processors and hard drives. Um, one of the things that we ran into when we were doing some research into hard drives was uh, this green power hard drive that Western Digital offers. Now, these aren't always, uh, you know, the best for what we offer in terms of virtualization nodes because in order to run many small virtual instances, it you know, requires a lot of actual hard drive power. But these are great for internal machines. They're great for standalone dedicated servers if you have to go that way. Um, and they, they use far less power. I think it's something like 30% uh, less power than your average hard drive. Um, and according to Western Digital, that equates to taking your uh, car off the road each, day, uh, each year for 14 days, which is fairly significant when you consider the number of hard drives that are running, not only in our data facilities, but in people's homes and their actual computers. Yeah. Um, you know, just some math based on those 4,000 servers if you took an entire data facility and put those hard drives in all of those servers, it would it would be the equivalent of taking 115 cars off the road for for a single year. Interesting. So, now, is that is that something that you, you think is going to be an industry wide change, or is Western Digital? I mean, are other people following into that market? Is that becoming mainstream, or is it still sort of a fringe um, product? Uh, it is to a certain extent because I think some people just haven't, you know either had the money or wanted to adopt or buy into, you know, the green efforts. But I think uh, these companies are really making a push for this. I think companies like Western Digital and Seagate and Intel are really beginning to understand how important it is to, to push these efforts. Uh, if you go to either one of their uh, websites, you'll read about the, the things that they're doing to become more environmentally conscious with their products. Obviously, they're not getting rid of their legacy products uh, that aren't green or certified as green, but they're putting a very heavy push on their new green products. And uh, I think it's great. Okay, well, that's westerndigital.com for anybody listening in, although that's not who I have on the podcast with me. But we, you know, as long as we're mentioning it, I want to make sure people know the website. And uh, we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with Ross Browse, who is the CEO of the Solar Virtualization Technologies Group and solarvps.com. And we will be right back with Green Talk Radio. Listen to Living Green 
Effortless Ecology for Everyday People, a weekly online audio program featuring champions of sustainable living at personallifemedia.com. Okay, and we are back talking about greening your business and personal web server hosting solutions. And I'm talking with Ross Browse, who is the CEO of Solar Virtualization Technologies Group and Solar VPS. Ross, when we left, we were just talking about sort of the, the underpinnings uh, in data centers and, and in servers that can make them greener. Um, we got as far as hard drives. What, what are some of the other things that people should be looking for in terms of their web hosting companies and, and in the equipment that they're using uh, for, the, for the web hosts? Well, the main components, obviously, with anything in terms of a virtualization server or a dedicated server or even a shared hosting server um, would be your, your hard drives, your RAM, and your processors, because these are the things that are requiring the most amount of power. Uh, we've addressed each one of those components with our, our new offerings. Obviously, as I had mentioned before, we're using hard drives that spin at either a lower uh, spindle speed um, and reduce power significantly, but we're also using... Uh, new Intel low-voltage uh, processors that actually reduce power consumption from about 30 to 35 to 60 percent. Uh, generally, what you'll find today in new servers is uh, processors that run between 80 and 120 watts per CPU. Uh, ours use 50, so that's a significant savings in terms of not only cost for us, but CO2 emission, you know, as it, as it equates to CO2 emission with our actual power draw huh, on those machines. And for the, tech, for the technology enthusiasts in the audience, uh, uh, what, what are some of the processors, the newer processors, the names uh, that Intel gives them? They have all their clever little uh, names for the products. <laughs> can, you, can you tell us some of the ones that are better and greener? Uh, well, what they're doing right now is they, the, the latest processor lines are called the uh, Clovertown, uh, Clovertown and Harbortown, which are the 5300 and 5400 series. The processors we use are the Clovertown 5300 series, um, and Intel makes uh, a 1.8 gigahertz uh, quad-core CPU called uh, the L5320, which is their low-voltage line, and that is the actual processor that, uh, that consumes only 50 watts. Um, I think there's some, there are some naysayers that will, will tell you that this is a, a performance hit, but I think when you balance things across uh, you know, your services and, and you set, set things up properly and you use the, the proper technologies, there isn't any performance hit at all. In fact, comparatively speaking to the, the servers that we used before we moved to these, our, our performance has gone up significantly. It's much better than it previously was. So I'm very happy to be using these components, and I don't see any performance hitting them at all. That's great. So and I'm, I, I came to your company from Green Living Ideas. We, we were brought to you based on your very notable, very good, positive reputation um, on, on places like uh, web hosting talk and, and other uh, web server, webmaster forums that I frequent. And, and that's how we found out. But as I got to talk to you more, I was excited to hear about the Solar Green initiative that you were putting putting together, and that was one of the reasons that I wanted to bring you on the program and, and share this information with our listeners. Can you tell us about, um, also internally as, as a company, Solar VPS and, and Solar VTG, I understand you guys run on completely comp green computing practices. How have you made that work for both you and your employees in the company? Well, we actually, with our Solar Green initiative, we have three goals that power that initiative. Um, those are reducing customer energy consumption, reducing our company, internal company energy consumption, um, and supporting green efforts in our community. Um, 
in terms of our customer energy consumption, this really equates to our green product offerings. And this is the best way for us to put uh, these green tools in the hands of our customers is by offering them uh, green certified products. It's very difficult, obviously, for us to get into their specific offices and get them to reduce their power consumption. But I think through our offerings, we can send them the message that says, listen, this is important, and by buying one of these, you're helping to support these efforts. Uh, so that's really, that's really important in terms of our customer energy consumption. Um, for our company energy consumption, this really is, is cool because it really exists around how we run this business. Uh, we don't have a central home office that we work from, and in fact, we work from several offices in various places around the globe. Um, our whole company infrastructure is virtualized in the way that we work and communicate and even offer our products. So this really equates to a lot of energy savings. Um, there is very, very little commuting amongst any of the people that work for the company. Many of the people that do commute use public transportation to get to and from the office. Um, and many of us are, are just telecommuters, so we actually work from offices built right into our homes. Um, and this is really great because it allows us to spend more time with our families and, you know, really just have a higher quality of life. Uh, and down to our uh, the servers that we use in our offices and the, the tools that we use to communicate with one another, it's really just an internal effort to become more green and to become more virtualized. And, and that's the second goal. It's interesting that another use of this term of virtualization, this is a virtualization of the office and the business. Um, it, it, we've been talking about virtualization of the servers, and I just want to clarify the terminology, but it, it's you know the same term applied two different ways. And uh, yeah, and I, and I totally agree with you. I mean, it's a wonderful thing to be able to virtualize a business like that, to be able to have all, to be able to run a business, but to not have to do the traditional going into the office and you know getting in your <clears throat> gas guzzling car and being away from your family. All, you know, all of these things, um, creating an artificial environment for the business versus ha having everybody be able to have a higher quality of life from working working from home and. and Green Living Ideas is run the exact same way, and you and I uh, realized that on our calls that we were running very, we have living very similar existences with regards to our businesses. Um, I'm curious about what are some of the technologies that that you guys have employed to facilitate virtualization of the office. I mean, obviously you have to do it because of the international scope. You have you have as you mentioned offices all over the world, but um, you know, tell us tell us about some of the technologies and, and software and such that you're employing to make that happen. Well, we are uh, platinum partners of uh, Parallels, who was formerly SWSoft, and we leverage a lot of their uh, server-based software to power our business. Um, and in fact, most of the areas of our business are powered by their software, um, including their Virtuoso software and their automation software. And we really use this to our advantage because uh, we've virtualized our desktops, we've connected our networks through VPN, we use voice over IP telephone systems that allow us to talk for unlimited amounts of time to each other at no cost. Um, you know, we've built in teleconferencing, video conferencing. Uh, we stay connected to each other very well. Um, even when we're out on the go, every member of our company is enabled with a BlackBerry that allows us to communicate no matter where we are. Uh, and it's just really wonderful to be able to work like that, and it's really translated to excellent customer service. And we've been able to maintain our high levels of customer service because we work this way. Yeah, that's great. 
Um, yeah, we use we use iPhones, but same same thing. It's you know whatever you whatever you choose. It's being able to have you know, and we we finally have these products that can do email decently. <laughs> you right. know, can actually surf the web in a real way, uh, and can keep you in touch with you know IM and obviously phone and, and voice over IP is a huge enabling technology behind this of so being able to uh, communicate you know over the over, you know a phone type communication over the internet, which has been around for a while. But again, I think it's one of these things where it's really gotten into the mainstream and gotten to be <clears throat> functional enough for a, a real a business to actually use, whereas maybe five years ago, using a voice over IP, you were spending a lot of money, and it wasn't maybe sounding so great. Uh, right. and, and now it's it's fairly readily available. I want to give a I want to give a plug to a company that we use, um, and I have no financial relationship with them except for spending money with them. But we use a product called Ring Central, RingCentral.com, and uh, it's great for small businesses that want to be able to do voice over IP uh, and communicate with their their employees. So something to check out for our listeners out there. Uh, we're going to take one more break, and then we're going to be back with Ross Browse, who is the CEO of Solar VPS and Solar Virtualization Technologies Group, who are the founders of the Solar Green Initiative that they employ in their hosting center. And uh, we're talking about greening your web server hosting. We'll be right back on Green Talk Radio. This is Sean Daly. Listen to Money, Mission, and Meaning. Passion at work, purpose at play. A weekly audio program bringing you success in the business of life on personallifemedia.com. Okay, and we are back. We're talking about greening your web server hosting. I'm talking with Ross Browse, who is the CEO of Solar Virtualization Technologies Group. Ross, uh, before the break, we were just kind of talking about, oh, a lot of things, the technology stuff and quality of life stuff. And um, I, I wanted to ask you about, you know, all these, all these you know, tools and methods that have allowed you as a company to become green and facilitated uh, your customers in, in going greener with their, their web hosting uh, through the Solar Green Initiative. How, how do you plan on continuing your efforts to spread this initiative and going green in the small business? Well, obviously, you know, we, we're sending a message with our Solar Green Initiative. Um, and in my specific opinion, both of my parents were educators, and so I really believe in, you know, the importance of education and getting that message out there. Um, you know, we're, we're taking on some new initiatives to go out and speak about this, to work with other online groups to promote the ideas and to partner with companies such as Green Living Ideas to really get the message out there about the importance of, you know, the, the green effort, especially with regards to the, the SMB market and the IT services industry. Um, there's just so much that needs to be done here and that can be done here. And I think there really will be uh, more and more support as time goes on from customers and vendors and other small businesses to really push these ideas. Um, and this doesn't even this this isn't just limited to our companies. I think this this message actually applies to our personal lives as well. And that's one of the great things about Green Living Ideas is it talks about how that all equates to you know your personal life. Um, you know, and, and really demonstrating to companies that it's more than just becoming more environmentally conscious. It's about becoming more successful in, in terms of your business and in terms of the people who work with you, providing them with a, a better quality of life by enabling them with these technologies um, and enabling them and, and showing them that you know virtualization and working in these virtual spaces can be so highly effective. 
uh, to you know to company productivity uh, and to just being more conscious about the whole green initiative. Yeah, and I think you're really a great case study for that. I mean, you're a guy who's built a very successful business online with uh, you know all of this the customer service and the communication on a global level. And you know, and you and I have talked about your you know the the, the quality of life with the family and spending time in your bet. You're managing that balancing act as well, and I think that's a real trick. And so, you know, whether whether you know, you're a business out there that's listening in, talking about, well, I just want to make sure that you know that part of our, our web hosting is greener and such, or if you're looking at these technologies and these concepts in terms of improving your quality of life, I mean, there's there's so many um, uh, benefits available from from doing these things. So I really appreciate it. I think you're you're a real visionary in this industry. And uh, I appreciate you coming on the program today and sharing your viewpoints with our readers. Is there anything else you'd like to, to leave, or I should say, our listeners uh, with today? Well, I, I just like to say that obviously, you know, we all have a responsibility to 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 take on these green ideas and these green uh, initiatives and and to push them, especially as small business owners. And I think for anybody who's listening uh, that is an entrepreneur like myself, that you know they should really take these ideas to heart and look at what's being done today, in, especially in the small business market, um, and look at some of these, these options and some of these software tools and really see how they can make these work effectively for their businesses because I think the more people like myself that do this, the quicker this message will get out, um, you know, and the sooner a lot of these things will improve. Yeah, and I think it is for a lot of people. I think it's just a lack of information about the products and the services, the technologies that are available, and also you know hearing stories from people uh, like you um, that uh, have been doing this and, and making it work uh, both on the business and the personal level. So uh, again, very much appreciate you coming on the program, Ross. We look forward to talking to you more in the future, and uh, much luck with the Solar Green Initiative. Great, thanks so much, Sean. My pleasure. My guest today has been Ross Browse. He's the CEO of Solar Virtualization Technologies Group and Solar VPS. You can find them online at solarvps.com. And this is Sean Daly for Green Talk Radio signing off. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, as always, to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.